0: All of us at KSCO and KOMY are shocked and saddened by the sudden death of our friend, co-worker, and longtime KSCO announcer, Don Husing. Having been continuously employed by KSCO Radio since 1966, I was a sophomore in high school when Don first came to KSCO. We believe he may hold the record for the longest employment at the same radio station in the rather unstable radio broadcasting industry. Don was our official curator of the KSCO Museum of Audio History. And together with his friend, KSEO Production Director Bill Graff, Don produced many commemorative broadcasts marking station milestones. The original anchor of Good Morning Monterey Bay with Dick Little and John Sandage during the 90s, Don was one of the wittiest and most clever personalities on radio. Though we will all miss his pleasant personality, humor, style, and silken voice, we wish Don Husing all the best as he embarks on the greatest journey of the moment. Thank you, Don, for 47 years of wonderful service and friendship. And my friend in studio, Scott D. Gold, are of the very strong opinion that manufacturing can return to the United States. Do you think we're crazy?
1: I'm sorry, baby, but I really gotta go to King. Keep-
0: And before we do anything else, I want to welcome uh, two new listeners to KSCO, Mike and Sheila Inglis of uh, Capitola. Uh, I was walking, I was on my constitutional in Capitola um, yesterday. Uh, What's that? You told me to remind you, I forgot. Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. We get it. Um, And I I was walking walking, uh, beside the choo-choo tracks and um there were a couple of nice people were friendly uh in the yard of a of a of a house that i actually used to uh, occupy the upper story of a uh, wonderful place and we started talking and uh i i asked uh if you listen to the radio and i said yeah and i said what station do you listen to and they and they said kgo and it was like they you know it's like they punctured me in the chest with a di- with a with an ice pick or a dagger or something here, because, you know, if this was like two years ago, I could understand there's no reason, folks, for anybody little to listen to KGO since they melted down December 1st, 2011. There's no reason in the world. And uh, so I said, well, you know, there is a local station called AM1080, and if you like... And he says, you know, actually, I don't really like KG. I've been noticing. I was just mentioning that the other day. It's not really the same station it used to be, and I wonder why. And I said, well, I can tell you. He invited me for a beer, which was very nice. Uh, so um, Mike and, and Sheila, welcome aboard uh, as listen, new listeners to uh, KSCO. Uh, you would like this this, this gentleman, Scott, and, and his lovely wife. Uh, he is a He's an entrepreneur, too. You and I both like uh, entrepreneurs. Expert
2: at manufacturing, it uh, sounds like.
0: Yeah, and so um, anyhow, I told him about KSCO, and I said if you promise to listen, I'll officially welcome you as a uh, as a new listener. So hopefully uh, you'll be uh, as uh, as attached to KSCO as you have been to KGO for.
2: We are going to get uh, Tim McCormick on this hour. Oh, good. Also. All righty, and Tim McCormick is from which union? Oh, man, I, I want to say uh, Layuna last. He'll he'll go through. He's been through. All I right. think he was the he, president he knows,
0: of the... He knows what union he's
2: in. There's been like a handful. And, so.
0: and by the way, if you want to give us a call, which we hope you will, 479-1080 in Area 831 is the phone number to dial.
2: I would like to add something from the last hour. The American-made products are the best made products also i i stand behind everything we do and everything that we've bought that's american is always better oh you the last caller john
0: well you know we we have um somebody who is quite upset uh roger is quite upset um about the, the name blanco basura really which is your long time he's extremely upset it says here what a trashy name for a clothing company exclamation point the translation to English is white trash. Why are you and your guest spreading bigoted anti-white memes? Wow. Why are we doing that, Scott D. Gold?
2: I actually find it funny, but that's fine. It's a lifestyle.
0: Do you have... Do, the best la- part about it is he doesn't have to
2: buy it. He, he can go on and buy ladies, something else.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, do you think? It, are, are, do you see the humor in Blanco Basura? It does mean the the best the closest you know translation. English translation is white trash. And Roger makes an interesting point. The American
2: point. underdog.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know you, but and I know <laughs> that you have a great sense of humor, and I know that you're you know entrepreneurial through and through, and and I know that you're all. about... I guess I
2: want to know why how it's bigoted. How is it a bigoted?
0: Uh, yeah. Maybe Roger will feel like calling you him, call in and, 479-1080 yeah. in Area 831. We'd love to hear from you, Roger. Uh, let's see. There are a couple of other emails here. Uh, something from Georgia about Don Ro- uh, John Rothman. Kudos to John Rothman for absolutely telling the truth about Americans and their shopping habits, especially in this dismal economy. Uh, I would bet that most of the people who were so opposed to Costco coming here now shop there. It is the consumer that drives manufacturing offshore. Well, you can't argue with Georgia, Scott D. Gold. I mean
2: No, but it's also the uh consumer that was sold a bill of goods. They didn't have a choice in this, so
0: Yeah, that, okay. So four seven nine ten eighty in area eight three one if you want to join the um, the big hoax the discussion here. Uh let's go back to the phones. Uh Jan in San Lorenzo Valley, you're welcome. To the radio station KSEO. Oh,
3: I wanted to bring up the topic that um, a lot of this is due to education. Okay. Oh, uh, and college uh, had a, a art craft specifically minor. Okay. And I want to give you a list of things that we we used to do for ourselves. Number one, we used to sew our own clothes. Number two, we used to weave cloth. Three, raise animals for wool and Home economics. Used to grow our own food, cook our own food, preserve our own food, raise animals for food and manure, harvest our own process, our own lumber, heat our own homes with wood, which is going by the wayside, make and print our own fabric, wash and dry our own clothes, make our own decorations for holidays, make our own gifts, and make things out of clay. We are not teaching students to do this much anymore, not any and either. I think we need to go back to it. We're not teaching them life skills. We're dumbing down America.
2: They can teach you how to put an app on your phone so you can order your food and not have to talk or to, how to really. put on,
0: Or how to put on a condom. And a lot oh. of this, a lot of this. <laughs> they teach that. They teach that. Oh, my God. You know, with a banana. They teach that. Scott, you're laughing. I mean, (laughs) I'm being dead serious here, and you think I'm making a joke.
2: It's funny. A lot of this is
0: because of
3: resources. They don't want us using our own resources. I don't know if they want us to get rid of all the rest of the world's resources so we'll be the only one that has wood and things, you know? I don't understand this, but someone else is controlling all this and our education is just It seems ridiculous. like if there was one class
2: they could get rid of it'd be the condom one just 'cause that seemed to Well it's not a whole come, class come it's natural, not a whole class. you know. <laughs> yeah. Trial and error. <laughs> so I think we need to change our
3: need to change our education. Yeah.
2: I agree. Thank you. And Home I, economics was a great class when we yeah. were growing up, you know.
3: And I just want to say I do appreciate KSEO and and Michael and K. Well, I'm happy
0: somebody does.
3: I really do. You guys are are uh, gonna we're so different from most other counties and places that we have this ability to call in and talk. I really appreciate well, it.
0: Well I I'm astounded at at two things. I'm astounded at how often my voice is recognized in public and I'm not I'm only on for two hours a week. <laughs> I'm astounded about that, but I'm also astounded about the opposite end of that coin, and that is how few people, like, like, um, like Mike and, and Sheila English, who might welcome as new listeners just a few minutes. He, they, they've lived here for years, and, and KGO melted down almost two years ago, December 1st, right. and before that, I can understand because they did everything right. Yeah, but that's back but,
2: to marketing. You're just getting into this marketing now. No,
0: but wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The the other thing I'm I'm noticing when when someone th- when someone says kind things, I mean yeah. I like hearing kind things and I want to expand about it. Uh, yeah. about I'm about.
2: just saying you can market through the mic issue. Well Scott oh.
0: could print up a
3: bunch of bumper stickers saying so cool.
0: make and buy American.
3: Put the make and, and clothing, buy the big slave clothing,
2: anti slave clothing. Yeah. It really is slave clothing when you start traveling around looking at the living conditions of these workers. It's it's horrifying. It it really is horrifying. If you know the answer to that is why don't they offer them the same uh, international uh, uh international minimum wage? Make it a level playing field. Do something, you know. There's got to be something done. These people working for 2 dollars a week well, yeah, well, thank I'm you, delivering. gentlemen, for thank the program. You.
3: It's very important. Thank and you, Thank you, M.C. Uh,
2: here's
0: Paul and Salinas. Paul, welcome to the Saturday special. You're on the air.
4: Hey, thank you for taking my call, M.C. Hey, uh, you know, uh, auto manufacturing is not as really fallen short you know, the American market. Uh, I know that Japanese markets are, are actually, you know, assembled in the United States, but parts are made in Japan. And uh, the other thing is, if he named his clothing line a little more savvy, he might have a better result at sales. I mean, hiding behind a
2: Mexican name—you know, most people don't know that. No, we don't. Have, we don't have any problem with sales. That's the good news. It's branded nationally and internationally, so it's actually doing yeah, really well. Yeah, it's so a that's name. A problem. It's
0: a name that came out what? Does, 1999. It, yeah. Uh, about uh, uh, 14 years ago. Then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's no problem with the name. I don't. You know, you get one person out of you know. I've never seen, the, is
1: it sold at Macy's or JC
2: No, actually beer? we've done a really good job of selling it direct online and at all the races and stuff. We've not the retail is such a scam that we kinda stayed away from it. Well, well, and guess, we don't have the production to do a Macy's or a Costco or any of those. It's you know, it's so it's such a big production. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not offended by the name White Trash, but I can understand how some patriot type people could be offended by that
2: yeah. you're not going to make everyone happy though that's you know bottom line that's true. the edginess but, but, has made it popular and the people that wear it and love it and so we just don't have uh, the man we don't have the manufacturing capacity to do all the retail that you're even talking about and it cuts the price so low
0: you know it, it you use that name at the uh, beginning of the beverage company and and yeah. it was it caught on very well as yeah it
2: actually was better than yeah. the traditional name that we ended up with
0: Anyhow. So, so, American cars
4: or, or Japanese cars?
2: What do you drive? Uh, American. Actually, I drive a, now a six, 1965 Chevy Suburban, and I also have a Dodge pickup and a Dodge van. I, I bet that gas pot there just sucks gas right up, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh well, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty,
0: Paul. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, Nick in Royal Oaks. Nick, you're on the air.
5: Hey, I mean, USA, I think that could be a specialty shop. And how long before it can franchise and, and turn into a chain? No, no, I won't do it. But, um,
0: <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with a chain as long as it's all American, right?
2: Yeah, and have everything well, there that, made American.
5: That's what the joke is about. That's how it started out. I, I'm funny. going to talk to you on money diversion.
0: Okay. okay.
5: Um, see, um, these bigger stores, they, they took out the some of the specialties and, and forced everybody into... Uh, com- uh imports because uh they were being financed by a system that didn't matter if they fell because they were getting bailed out. These bigger stores uh put out the other the smaller stores that turned bigger and then they and then um it, it's a phobia. I mean, you know an intolerance that people are being played on. That they they just attracted to brand new buildings and the bigger the better because there's one place they all of a sudden they didn't have it. Um you know, I'm gonna sell you a bridge.
0: Okay,
2: which um page? well uh, is it on uh, well, it's land? easier to
5: sell you one unbuilt and built I guess because you could you could uh get five times the the, bet, the more out of it because uh, the underbidding and the diversion of underbidding how about the person who got underbidded and he had a better price but I this guy's five billion over the bid, and and nobody's complaining about that the diversion of money. I mean, all you have to do is win the bid, right? Uh, I think so. It seems to be a pattern with the government that they're getting well. They just un- it doesn't matter who lost, and the people they, they might as well, might as well resort to the black market and, and go to prison and, and support that industry. Well, anyhow,
0: we appreciate okay. your call. All right, it's a bizarre good morning, right? You take care. Okay, have a good one. Here's Troy in. Um, it doesn't say where, but it used to be Scotts Valley. Is that where you are, Troy?
1: Hey MZ,
6: I'm at Ocean Water, and I'm holding the protest sign. There's oh, extra signs okay. down here for anyone that wants to come. We're protesting so you're in Santa global. Cruz, okay? Yeah, yeah. I love your show, uh, KSEO, Made in America Radio. Great station, and
0: thanks for Ooh. putting that on and keeping the war going. <laughs> Scott, Troy might have come entity. up with the best one of all. There you go. What do you, wh- what do you think, CEO, Scott? Made you're in into that. We're, we're looking at, we're looking for taglines and you know slogans and things. Made yeah, well, in America um, radio, for a change. You
1: know, I i have to protest. Ah, lots of radios more.
0: made in America, but okay. I'm sorry, Troy. Go ahead. Sorry.
6: No, no, everyone, get down here and protest. We have got to start doing this. We can't, we can't let this.
0: What are you protesting? Destroy
6: our planet and blow everybody up. And I apologize for the sound quality. This is a busy intersection. Okay, thanks for taking my call. Love
0: your show. Okay, thank you. There goes Troy in um, in uh, the protest corner at Ocean and Water. Here's Mike in San Jose. Welcome to the Saturday Special, Mike.
7: Hey, thanks for uh, making radio and products in the USA. Uh, you know, you have to go to you have to go to garage sales or thrift stores to buy anything made in the USA. Now it seems like. But you know what? I love that idea. Some of the greatest idea.
2: old clothing is made here, and it lasts forever.
7: Yeah, it's it true. It really does. It's true. It's true. I mean, I still have a lot of Hawaiian shirts made in Hawaii. I actually bought them. I don't know, like 10 years ago. They were still actually making the shirts there, and they they last forever. Yeah. You know. And by the way, a Hawaiian shirt to be a real Aloha shirt has to be made in Hawaii, USA, right? But it. there you know, I mean, maybe that could be a white trash brand uh, product. Maybe maybe make a, uh, a, a, a American-made Hawaiian shirt or something. But, uh, yeah, I want to thank you for making the products here. Uh, One of my friends who did manufacturing, he said it best. He says, you know, there's many reasons why people go to these other countries to manufacture, but maybe you might agree or disagree. A lot of people do it out of vanity because it's like you're all of a sudden an international, you know, air quotes, I'll say, international company. If you've got some little rinky-dink office in Taiwan or – or wherever, and you know you get to play the big role and spend you know eight ten thousand dollars to fly there. You it could be an tram- eagle what, what thing, I, yeah. But, but yeah. I
2: what I hear from uh, like some of the people that asked to come on here. We also have to have Aaron call back Tim McCormick. He's going to come on and explain yeah. some of this trade issue. But w- the thing I keep hearing is Scott, Scott, come on. This is a world economy now. You got to think bigger than just the U.S. This is a world. That's how they sell it now. That this is a world economy. That this is this is what we do now, and they're trying to sell it. And I've never been able to buy buy into it. And I try to get these guys to come on and stuff, and right. they had other things to do, and they don't want to explain why they have all their stuff manufactured, you know, for next to nothing. For instance, uh, clothing, Vans, you know, Vans shoes and that. oh yeah. Well, they have their shirts made, decorated, everything complete, bagged, done, for under two dollars. But do they pass any of that on to? The consumer, no, they raise oh, the right. price. Van ha- yeah. Vans has some of the highest prices. So Definitely. they're getting their garments ma- manufactured, printed, decorated, however they're done, for under $2, and they still sell for 30 bucks.
7: Right. Well, it's of a course- scam. It's You right. know who's oh, getting I scammed? Know, of course it is. Of course it is. I don't disagree with the scam. I'm just – according to my friend who did manufacturing, he says, okay, yeah, you can – you know, you could get the, I'm just going to use the word widget, you know, for X amount of yes. dollars. We'll just say $2, like what you're telling me, right? And what do they do? But he says, all the, he goes, that's the ultimate cost is 2 bucks for that AKA widget, right? But all the other factors of money that you have to spend to do business there, you know, he, he, he came to the conclusion. He goes, there's no cheaper place to do business in the U.S. because you have to fly halfway around the world. You have to do. You have to spend huge amount of monies for hotels, transportation, translators, shipping. What's shipping cost? You know, shipping is is going up, up and up. And you know, yeah, if, that's got to be why they're you know. at least
0: assembling uh, foreign cars in the yeah. U.S. now, if not exactly. not manufacturing exactly. the parts. Hey, and Mike, if, may I ask you a personal question? Sure. Forgive me if I if I've asked you this before and I just forgot your answer, but who are you really? You're definitely one of our more
7: intelligent callers, one of our better callers that I enjoy hearing from. Uh, I, who I'm, are I'm the, you really? I'm just I'm just the Google ad rater guy. You know, I'm the I'm the guy who rates ads for Google, and I uh, you know, I lived overseas for many years. <laughs> Got a question
2: for you. If yeah. you work for Google. So I get at the office we get these calls probably 10 times a day. Please if you, you, you haven't uh what do they say this is Google AdWords uh you haven't updated your Google AdWords so we we hit the number 2 or 9 button when it says to take us off the call list but it's still 10 15 times a day they call. I tried to get a hold of Google it's which is impossible or a Googler.
7: Okay, well you're going to you're going to love this. I I work for a contractor Google, you know, how they don't do anything evil. Yeah. (laughs) I work as a contractor for them. (laughs) And (laughs) sorry, I can't help you. All
2: right, I just wondered because we get these calls all day and it's so annoying this computer voice comes on. One of the other things that happened which you just reminded me of is uh, I had a a, a cell phone. It's through AT&T. They have a Viva Mexico plan. I spent a lot of time in Mexico. And I called up to to find out something about my bill because I saw my bill had changed and I got a guy in India. Well, I called back and said, I don't, you know, I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I so I called back, I got someone else in India. And I finally said, Look, give me someone from America. I can't understand what you're saying. And why are, you, why are we sending jobs to India when there's people here looking for jobs? So I finally well, got someone to call me back that was here in America and I canceled my, I just canceled it. I said, No, I'm not going to pay you to send money somewhere else.
7: Oh, that's, that's, that's what they, you know, we talk about this whole global, global world. I used to live in Spain. If I had to call customer service for their horrible telecom that they did have, you think telecom's bad here, go there. It would, I would have to get people, you're going to love this, in Argentina, Chile, Mexico. Or or Morocco. I couldn't get anybody in Spain. I'm not making this up. And the thing is, is I I didn't. I'm, so other
2: people suffer from this from this in other countries.
7: Oh, it, it, I'm gonna tell you something. It just when you go to another country and you, as you're living there, you know what you do? You just hit repeat. Like it's the same thing wherever you go, and it's the same story. You know? Oh yeah, it used to be made here. It was so much better. You could say that like about Spanish shoes. The Spanish made the best shoes in the world. Uh, they they also now they, they want,
2: export them. They have them made somewhere else.
7: Oh yes, of course <laughs> they do. Of course, and it, it, it's like it's kind of the thing. If you could get like a Spanish-made shoe, was like a coveted item. Are, you, are you
2: consider yourself a nationalist? Do you love the country? Do you you want the country to prosper?
7: Oh, what you mean, America? Yeah, yeah of course, of course. You know, Same I mean, I, I mean, what is it like around Christmas time when all everything is made in China? My friend and I, we we were sitting around the Christmas tree. You know, just, you know, almost like, oh, just look at everything made in China. This is horrible. And he's like, oh, there's one thing that's not made in China. It's these candy canes right here.
2: And the Christmas and think, tree.
7: Oh, no. Well, uh, unless
2: it's one of the fake ones and it might no, be from that's, China.
7: Uh, <laughs> the candy canes. You're going to love this. Uh, he goes, and these candy canes. Now, these are made in America. I turn the box over. You know what it says? China. Made in Mexico. The candy canes now. Well, it's North made- America.
2: Well, it's, it's step in the right direction, but I don't yeah,
7: think I I I know, but I mean, you know, when you think of a candy cane, you know, you think of this like candy factory in Wisconsin somewhere, you know, maybe with paying people some decent wages or whatever, you know, every, every I mean, I try to buy things in America, but it, sometimes it it becomes almost impossible, you know, you can't. Uh, I, but I think that if if they marketed if they marketed it more and made made the uh, manufacturers realize that people are are not only willing to pay a little bit more but it's also cash it's cachet now because it's like the last of the mohicans yeah you know not to mention the fact that if something is made in america that's actually something coveted by other countries i'm not saying that you have to go worldwide but an example is when i go to france there's a liqueur company there called Gautier. And they make artisan type liqueurs that are to die for. Like everything that they make, it's like a it's, it's a party in your mouth, you know. Whether it's a chestnut liqueur or peach, it's like <laughs> eating a fresh <laughs> piece. And so when you go there, it's, it's the most it's the most delicious. I mean, even if pe- people I know who don't drink alcohol, they hate alcohol. I'll bring the stuff back and give them a little liqueur. You know, they 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 love it, right? Well, short story long of it is they don't sell anything outside of that little factory, and they just said, look, we keep it small. We can't go mass market like what you told me, told us about your clothing, and it is – I mean when the tour buses pull up from people who travel far and wide from around the world, they buy it up. They sell everything out of their manufacturing facility there are, or they're their distilleries. Why not?
2: You'll yeah. probably do yeah. the same thing. Come well, on. I have, yeah. I, have co- I have companies in China and Japan contacting us all the time. They okay. want to buy American oh, clothes so they can sell them. The Chinese want American-made clothing, Japanese do. But, again, we can't supply them, so we just turn them down.
0: Hey, Mike, thanks very much for your call. Yeah. It was great no to worries. hear from you. Yeah, no Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, There goes Mike in San Jose. we got Tim McCormick on. Let's bring Tim on real quick here. we got also got Juanita in Watsonville and, and uh, Dick in Santa Cruz whom we want to bring on, but you, you Tim want to, is
2: our special yeah, guest. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so, so stay, stay online, stay, stay on hold for a little bit more. Uh, Juanita and Dick, but yeah, Tim. Hi, Tim.
2: Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty quick, good. quick background on uh, your career. Give it a short synopsis. On my career. Yeah. I'm retired. I know you're I was,
6: retired. I was a, a union representative for about thirty-six years.
0: You must know Bob Listener.
6: I do, but I know Bob very well, yes. Yes.
2: So we were talking yesterday. Wh- which unions did you work for?
0: Uh, I worked
6: for service employees, and I also worked for the laborers' union.
2: So we were talking yesterday, and you told me some information about a new trade agreement that's going coming out.
6: Yeah. The, the thing is, it's almost entirely done in secret, but they're now uh, posing a Trans-Pacific Partnership Free Trade Agreement, which would include uh multitude, I think 11 Pacific Rim nations, uh, but it's an open agreement. Uh, it's theorized to be open agreement, meaning that uh, other countries could join later on. Uh, Bangladesh is not included, but, you know, it would certainly be open to places like Bangladesh where, you know, labor um, issues are, are real prominent at this point because of all the dangerous uh, uh, workplace uh, issues.
2: And, what you know, and on top of that, with the uh, wage they get. Yeah, there.
6: well, you know, I, I mean, in order to get out grasp of it, you have to go back to NAFTA because they haven't really changed the policy much. NAFTA was, I think, about, uh, what year was it, 1996? 94. 94, okay. Yeah. In that period of time, it was estimated that nearly 700,000 U.S. jobs were lost as a result of NAFTA uh, companies moving in mass to Mexico, and it hasn't really improved the conditions in Mexico either. So uh,
2: phys- I've like personally seen that.
6: Thing, yeah. I seen like the only thing that's benefited uh, are these large corporations, which have the, uh, the ability to move from one low wage area to another capitalizing on these cheap products. And then they, they sell them back to us through Walmart and, and so on. So it, it's a, uh, it's been bad on both sides of it, and now they're expanding it. You know, of course, they have another agreement in place now dealing with um, a lot of Central American countries. But this new agreement, as I said, has been done primarily in secret. No People don't know a lot about it, but it goes on, and, and uh, we're real concerned about what's going to happen with that.
2: What do you think of my idea of, um, of having a uh... – uh international minimum wage
6: i think it's a great idea personally i mean you know certainly would would be able to retain jobs here if that were the case um you know
1: it's
6: just yeah i mean that's that's the biggest problem
1: everywhere
0: that would make you a globalist scott
2: well it's the only way to level the playing field i think i you know at some point you got to Come to some uh, some some fair practice where it's equal for everyone. If you know, I call it slave clothing because it's made by slaves. They're getting extorted. Peoples, they're getting extorted so you can have clothes cheap. Or well, the they company, didn't they're, didn't they're didn't not even didn't. cheap anymore. The clothes aren't cheap. They're they're expensive. They're 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 taking all the money themselves.
0: You are listening to your favorite radio station, the Saturday Special on AM 1080 KSCO. The last locally owned and operated original content primarily produced uh, from a radio station in the country. And we're very proud to be here at 2300 Porto so Drive in I Santa got Cruz. So
2: another question for Tim also. Okay. You still there, Tim? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so I brought up something earlier that, about profit sharing and how that works. And you got some, you know, John gave me some f- frustration there and, you know, oh, you can't do that. I believe that to be a successful company today in America, the employees have to have some skin in the game and they have to be rewarded. What do yeah. you think of that?
6: I mean, it's been tried before, but it's not something that's really worked out in a lot of ways because uh, the change in ownership of the corporations as they move along. Uh, you know, people's investment in it gets lost. There's all kinds of layoffs and things like that, which uh, leaves some of the workers' Holding the bag. In, in theory, though, I think it's a good idea.
2: I know there's a I got a, couple that, yeah. a couple books. Yeah, couple books with uh, uh, what is it? United Harvester and yeah. them. They turned their company around by taking over as owner uh, employee owners.
6: That, oh, absolutely! A complete uh, ownership by the employees. It's worked. Uh, you know, Chicago. It's worked in various places where the manufacturing jobs were being lost. They were able to turn them around and actually produce at a profit for the worker's in. I think that's a great idea. Instead
2: of the board, the shareholders taking 98% of the profits. And
0: Exactly. And, and I said, think that's the
2: problem, a problem is greed has got us where we're at. It's just horrible.
0: Hey, I want to thank Tim for being yes, with us. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, Tim, yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, how,
2: how do we look for this uh, trade agreement? What's it listed under? The new trade uh, agreement.
6: Well, it would be – I don't know. I mean, the newspapers should be covering it, but I don't know how. Google
0: new Uh, trade agreement. Polynesia. Yeah, Yeah. that's
6: probably the easiest thing to do.
0: That should probably work.
6: Uh, All right. Thanks a lot. Thank Thank you you. much.
0: There goes Tim McCormick, uh, union uh, uh, rep uh, um, for many, many years, friend of Scott D. Golds. And um, you're listening to the Saturday special. We're talking about bringing manufacturing back.
2: The Our US. politics are, like you said, uh, they're direct opposites, but we do agree on America and manufacturing and, and jobs in America. Every, that always seems to clear the political spectrum.
0: Right. Uh, if you want to give us a call, we got uh, about 23 minutes left in the program, 479-1080. That's in Area 831. You can email mz at ksco.com, which Ice Axe Hikes has done. And he says, basura blanco, question, or um, exclamation point. In Spanish, the adjective comes before the noun. I've seen the blanco basura stickers around, and it it always
2: annoys me. It's basura blanco. That's the uh, women's line is basura blanca. And we we actually changed it for the women's clothes because they were the ones that always complained. Uh But it wouldn't be white trash if you said it correctly, so...
0: Actually, the Spanish speaking folks call us Diablo Blanco, the direct translation of which is Devil White. In English, we switch the noun and adjectives and say White Devil. Thank you, Ice Axe Hikes, who emailed MZ at KSCO.com. Any other emails in there to take a look at here? Let me check real quick. Probably not. Oh, Michael Olson. Oh, but, but that that's doesn't, that's, yeah, there's a uh, good. Uh, but that's not for publication on the air. No, it doesn't. he didn't use profanity. It just has nothing to do with the, sub, with the subject here. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Um, Juanita in Watsonville, thanks for waiting. You're on KSCO on the Saturday special.
8: Yeah, I got some real good news for you. I mean, a good idea. You know, when I go to New Leaf or Staff of Life or Trader Joe's, I have their particular tote bag for the groceries. And so I have three bags... <laughs> in in the trunk of my car. So every time I go to one of those stores, I feel guilty if I take the other <laughs> store's name on. <laughs> so I just take their their own uh, tote bag, right? So then um, the other day I went to the mall and I bought some clothing. Well, I needed a bag there too, so I said, well, I'll just carry them out. I want to I wanna buy extra bags. So I carried them out, and I, I felt like guilty because I felt people might think I'm stealing clothes because, you know, the tags were hanging. So anyway... I thought of an idea for KSEO. Why don't you have a tote bag with KSEO logo on it, and it could be sponsored by, let's say, uh, example, Dr. Biles or something. And uh, we're, we're
2: producing them as you speak. Oh, we finally sourced them, way, the that size, way, everything. That
8: way, that way I'll take only one bag everywhere.
2: Yeah, we're producing them now. We finally oh, found a good uh, American-made great. company that makes them, and okay. we're in the process of printing them now. We're, we're doing it. Now, MZ, yes.
8: um, uh, to defray the cost, you might put some uh, you know, sponsors in there, and they could help you with the cost.
0: Well, speaking of sponsors, thank you for bringing that up, mm-hmm. um, because it is time to remind everybody about the only sponsor that the Saturday Special has. That would yeah. be the California Grill Restaurant yes. in Freedom. Have you been to the California yes. Grill restaurant, I, Juanita? I
8: have, I have. I you have. like
0: or you no like? Be honest. I love
8: it. I like their salad. Well, like I say, I shop at the you know New Leaf and stuff. So I'm into that health stuff too. So I love it. I love That's their it. salads. Yeah, <laughs> I even stuff, get yeah. takeout salads. When well, I
0: yeah. Now, now the ownership, uh Dick Pichot, who owns, uh, the, also owns Lakeside Organics uh, farm, yes. organic farm operation. Yes. So you know. That everything you put in your mouth that gr- that yes. comes out of the ground yes. is going to be super high organic quality.
8: Yeah, and you know the salad, is. the salad when I take it out, oh man, it's so much for me. I mean, I have like two servings from it.
0: I'm going, Scott D. Gold. Have you been to to a California Grill? Yes, I have. Oh yeah, we we went there once, huh? Multiple times. Oh yeah, we did. Okay, see that. I'm probably going to go there after the show today mm-hmm. and, and take our special visiting uh, dignitary, Brandy, mm-hmm. Brandy. Brogdon, mm-hmm. who is in town uh, in preparation for the Doc Wallach seminar coming up this Tuesday evening at Pacific Cultural Center. I think it's 7 p.m. It's free. and If you haven't watched Doc Wallach in action, this is very, very different from the Dead Doctors Don't Lie show. you got to see his... Uh, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, um, well, uh, uh, his, his seminar, I don't even know if he calls it Dead Doctors Don't Lie, but it's amazing, and you cannot emerge from one of these seminars and not just be totally inspired uh, to take care of yourself, and it's real easy to do, and it's not terribly expensive, that's what the Healthy Start Packs and the 90 for Life uh, plan is all about, and um, There's you...
2: a, that's a perfect segue into the Obama Care. Yeah, big business scam. We're,
0: we're going to come up with a bunch of commercials tying mm-hmm. that together. But now I'll put you on the spot. But we've already talked about this at 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 your at your uh, shirt crafter and and you know Blanco Basura World headquarters, you know on ingle Street. You will soon, like real soon, be a, be, be uh, uh, distributing yeah, we'll um, be uh, healthy start packs. So if you want to go down and and see a really neat little factory operation. Uh, that can, that can manufacture, you know, single items or 10,000 of us. It's of funny. Them.
2: We have clients and one of them came in the other day and said, you know, he'd bought a shirt and some shorts and he said, I've told maybe 10 people that you guys make this stuff here. They make it in Santa Cruz and he goes, not one of them believes me. They won't believe me. So come down take a tour. And you'll yeah. See. You you'll take actually a tour, get to see, you get to
0: see the, 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 the Scheutz that, that Scott personally shorts, makes
2: himself pants everything yeah, he shorts himself we'll shorts
0: shorts and shorts
2: he, he said they no one can actually believe that that's possible that someone could do that so
0: uh, I, yeah I so that's pretty neat so that's at 111 Ingle Street and you know you might be having healthy start packs starting yeah. real soon right yes, i mean very like soon. okay so you, you and i'll figure and by the way we're looking for maybe um we we're, we're going to find uh probably 8 to 10 businesses throughout the Monterey Bay area in the KSCO yes. in listening and everybody area. every
2: one of our employees are going to be taking them also
0: Yeah because you know if you want if you want to be healthy you take this product and this is not this is not hype folks the stuff really works it does it work. really re- you've been taking it for a long time Hooked on. You know look at all the uh, yeah look look at how inspiring you are
2: stay away from the doctor
0: Yeah That's good. So a healthy start pack, and by the way, uh, we probably should extend that, huh? Where you get the free book, uh, McKay's commentary book, and
2: uh, the bag, and and the The, bag. uh, I know Juanita wants the bag, and and
0: the um, and the uh, bumper sticker, and the the, oh, the hat, the KSCO hat, hat, which is wonderful. So um, yeah, if if you if you have a business where you would like to, um, you know. Encourage healthy uh, clientele, uh, you know, or patrons, of the including business.
2: your employees, the healthier yeah. they are, the better. Uh,
0: give, give, email me mz at ksco.com, because we're coming up with a promotion involving a lot of uh, uh, promotion on the radio here, because we want everybody who listens to KSCO to be healthy, because, um, you know, there aren't too many intelligent people around in, in the world. There are a few, and, and we 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 have. We have them listening to KSEO because that's our requirement. You, stupid people are not permitted to listen to KSEO.
2: Unhealthy people either.
0: And we, well, <laughs> if they're intelligent and unhealthy, that's okay, but we, we them want to keep them around. He- we want them healthy. We want to keep them around, so we want to make them healthy. So uh, if you are a business owner and uh, you want to be part of our um 90 for life campaign here, which is the 90 essential nutrients along with some and help yourself, help your employees, help your get business some and
2: advertisement and help KSCO on top of it
0: and get advertisement uh, as part of the deal on the radio station. MZ at KSCO.com is the email to use. Um, and I'd be happy to uh, respond uh, to you, but we do want to thank, and and please ask you to thank when you go to uh, California grill at the corner of Freedom and Airport Boulevards in Freedom, California, at the Freedom Center Shopping Center, I think it's called. Um, uh, please go in and try try their food. Y- you will find that the prices and the and the deliciousness of the food is superb. And the and w- service too. The and service way way up excellent. there, the people are really nice. The food is out of this world. The portions are great. The prices are reasonable. And please go in and thank them you know, the for service, being the only sponsor. The service, right. the service sponsor. is good.
2: They they treat you like they know you there. The only sponsor, which is sponsor. always nice. I've been to a lot of restaurants. The only. It's nothing worse than going in and getting snubbed right when you walk in by the host. The
0: only sponsor of the Saturday special. Why is that? Why won't any other business in the world sponsor the Saturday special? I'm st- I'm just wondering about. I, I'm. I just don't know what to say. So let's go back to the phones and uh, take uh, uh, none other than Dick in Santa Cruz. Hi, Dick. You're on the air.
4: Yeah, hi. Um, I just want to talk about this um, whole thing about manufacturing that's we've been losing for decades now and, and jobs in the market and, you know, kids can't get a – kids that graduate, you know, from four-year degree, 50% of them can't get a job in their degree. So, I mean, it's getting worse and worse. And so one of the most critical, I think, arguments for Congress to pick up – and Obama has mentioned it. He mentioned, um, I think, earlier in his first term – I haven't heard it since – he said something he was going to talk and address outsourcing. And, um, you know, and there's outsourcing, there's offshoring, and all these things. Um, One of of the points I wanted to make was um, cross-board contamination – it's a push to globalization um you know you got you got guys from the sun board on the h p board on the apple board they're all they're all you know patting each other's um they're all passing each other's basically globalization acts they're they're increasing stocks by uh outsourcing and offshoring and laying off people so <clears throat> we need real uh top down uh leadership and i think one of the things they could do would be to limit, um, not increase the H1Bs. Uh, it's been shown that we, there are no numbers. They do not know how many people are displaced by outsourcing. They have no idea. They don't keep track of it. They just take, you know, these guys in the boardrooms. They take their, uh, they take their word for it. And, um, there's a number of things, of course, you can do to promote U.S. manufacturing. And I don't hear Congress talking about it. Um, the free trade, you know, you got to be careful. That's like dumping sometimes, you know
2: Only time um, I hear about it is when they're getting elected They bring it up and they make it sound like it's yeah. what they're focused on then you never hear about it again
4: <laughs>
2: it's, it's disgusting um,
4: the same, you know, it's a bipartisan thing like you said um, It crosses if you really sit down with both sides they go. Oh, yeah, we do need to keep jobs here You know, I mean come on fellas Um, There's lots of, you know, uh, you can lower taxes. Of course, the Democrats aren't for that, but they want to control, you know, you can have right to work. The Democrats aren't for that. I mean, there are a lot of things that I'm going to mention that the Democrats don't like, but you you can promote energy. I mean, there's really so many things, but it it is a top-down type of control. If we don't bring – I mean, Obama said something about this a month ago about, oh, we have to have a – a meeting about you know manu- bringing manufacturing back. Um, um, it's a it's a really hard thing to hold on to. Rush Limbaugh has no no idea. I mean the man that's 99.8 percent correct. <laughs> he has no idea how to handle outsourcing or offshoring. He just throws his hands up. Um, there are ways. There are ways, and we have in the past, and we should go back to those ways.
0: Dick, will you be on our board of advisors? <clears throat>
2: time
0: for for bring back uh manufacturing so to America.
2: one of the problems I see and it's it 's exactly what you said. The problem is big business doesn 't want it to come back because that 's how they make their money, so we 're fighting an uphill battle on this because why would they want to bring it back and cut into their profit their their profits
4: well well, my one suggestion about the cross border contamination you you regulate that, you get the uh, the actual uh owners of the stock, each one of them having a say for their you know percentage worth and they can't be uh an officer and they won't be outsourcing so much they'll figure out solutions here they'll they'll lobby uh their congressmen to lower taxes to uh i mean there's countries around the world that i mean you know every time I buy something out there a pair of jeans, I go. Boy, those Chinese are working awful hard in there in the prisons these days. You know, I mean, how do you, it's? Well, one of the things, like
2: I don't know if you heard earlier in the show, I bought a phone yesterday that's made in America. Yeah. It's a Motorola. Uh, Motorola. It's. Called and you a, would never buy an iPhone because it's not right. No, no. Bought a Motorola. It's a uh, got Moto X. It's the first American-made phone. It's a smartphone. You'll show it to me. I'll yeah. get to see it. Yeah. Great. Ma- so yeah, no, it's awesome, I'm getting
0: ready to change my phone. <clears> I was waiting for the new iPhone, but I'm, I'm starting to feel guilty here. <laughs> about... <laughs>
2: but the, what I'm getting at is the more people that go in and say, hey, how come this isn't made in America? Why is this made right. in Bangladesh, why is this made in Cambodia? Why are you guys doing this? The more people that do it, the more that they're going to bring back manufacturing. What what happened to Motorola? Now they're bringing all their manufacturing back to the U.S. All of it? All of it. Who told you that? The guy at the store said they're bringing everything back. Every one of their models will be made here. I like that.
0: If it's true, I like it very much.
2: Dick in Santa Cruz, thank you very much. You're a great caller, very (laughs) articulate,
0: (laughs) and we need more callers like you, so don't be a stranger okay you too uh dick in santa cruz we got alexa and aptos bud in davenport now alexa's waited a little bit more we have richard N. watsonville and rich and salinas but let's go to alexa and aptos then bud in davenport wow we have hardly anybody ever calls from davenport but <laughs> some people call from aptos like alexa has hi
9: there
0: hey good morning how are you feeling today to be honest
9: I'm feeling great. Um, I generally listen to KSCO, and there's three or four main reasons. The first reason is Rush Limbaugh. Second is Kay's Whirling. And third would be...
1: Scott Gold. I Scott
0: Gold. <laughs> Scott wanted you to say, he was hoping you would say his name. But
9: Well, no, no. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a well-informed listener, so I'm not outing my smartness because I'm not smart, but I am a KSEO listener and uh, well-informed. But I wanted to, um, that lady that chops at New Leaf, Yes. talk about non-local. They do not. They import most of their vegetables and fruits. From other countries,
2: meats from South America.
9: Yes, and from Mexico. And I put them through the test many years ago.
2: They and they they market for- it totally different though, don't they?
9: No. Uh, yeah. Think local and think local. Hey, not. why is
2: that? They market it differently, but they go all over the world to get their products. It's not local. We've we have a local product, and they turn to. Don't down. even
9: sell any California products.
2: No. Yeah. All
9: of these so called organic, you know, top of the line places, the only you know, the only benefit they have is that there's a lot of doofuses in Santa Cruz County. That's the You'll only way to pay
2: reason. the premium price to get something.
9: There's a they lot of things. uninformed people and they
2: would you put would you put um,
0: um uh new leaf in the same category as uh Whole Foods? In that they're very, very expensive or not?
9: They're very expensive, and their products are not local. I choose to shop with with the companies that do buy in California, and that's Safeway, Knob Hill, Save Mart, and Trader Joe's that are California-intensive.
2: The, the, the difference, also the difference between Whole Foods and... New Leaf Whole Foods does have a local market program uh, which they do buy locally they do yeah, buy local stuff, and they have a whole program around i've dealt with them on it, and I was really surprised how they treated local companies. They treat them really well
0: look at their compared yeah, to yeah, new leaf
2: that's what I'm Wait a minute I thought you were talking about new leaf no, no I was talking about whole foods does has a oh, oh, oh treats oh. local businesses really well and their products.
0: A, a much bigger national company, Whole Foods, you're telling me, yes. treats local companies better, better than than mm-hmm. the Think Local First company, that, uh, yes. New Leaf. Yes.
9: I, I don't interesting think huh. anywhere that that the hypocrites cause call themselves the hypocrites call themselves Think Local First. Well, when I walk into their stores and I see boxes from all over the world and none here locally. We have the best grapes in California, great oranges, great avocados, and not one of these stores, bananas. We have, we grow more in our California than anywhere else in the world. And I know, I happen to have been on a lot of these farms where they import their stuff from Mexico, and I know damn well they're not organic. So why am I gonna be sheepish and dumb and spend ten dollars for a half a pound of grapes.
2: I agree yeah. with you,
0: Alexa. Thanks very much for calling. We'd love to have you have you finish up here in case you haven't. But we got to go to our next callers and try to get everybody in. Bud in Davenport, you're on KSEO. Hey, Michael. Hey, uh,
10: I just want to tell about a uh, purchase we made back in 2005 at Big Creek Lumber Company, which uh, we're we're all. Pr- uh, local uh, grown material and we manufacture everything local and all our employees.
0: You're that, Bud. All right. Awesome. Yeah, and and your your lumber is going into rebuilding our wharfs here at KSCO as we speak, Bud.
10: All right. Very good. I'm yeah. hear
0: that. Bud. But, um, bud McCrary. Yeah. Yeah.
10: We, we bought um, uh, these five Freightliner trucks. Uh, Freightliners are American-made trucks designed and built up in the Pacific Northwest many years ago. And uh, we bought uh, five of these things at about 80000 bucks a piece uh, back in 2005 and uh, expecting to get American vehicles. Well, come to find out, as we negotiated, they're really Mercedes-Benz. Uh, they've been bought out by Mercedes-Benz. So we finally get the trucks uh, uh, being manufactured, and we find out the trucks are being manufactured in Mexico. The engines were built in Brazil. The engines were designed by General Motors and modified by Mercedes Benz. Uh, so I don't think we can really put the genie back in the bottle again. I think that it's out of the bottle. Another interesting thing I'm talking about things being uh, universally uh, uh, throughout the world. Uh, And we are buying a um, a Hino truck, which is actually a Toyota, and it's uh, made in the southeast. And uh, it's made of American components primarily, except the engine and the hood and the cab. But everything else is made in the southeast, and all the American components are all the major line components, major American components. made components are being used throughout the world now.
0: Bud, we have about a minute left in the program. I've got to know your answer to this question.
1: Okay. Do you no,
0: think Scott no. D. Gold, I don't know if you listen listened to the whole program, do you think Scott D. Gold, my guest here, uh, and, and I are all wet when we say that people can bring manufacturing back to the United States just by their consumer behavior?
10: I, th- I think we can do that, but it takes a lot of education it takes a lot of uh, well uh, the number one thing is economics i believe
2: uhhuh people maybe, are gonna, maybe have the government help people. us out here yeah,
10: yeah. you know some of them, some of my best friends uh, don't buy from us wow. <laughs> because uh they can get the, the uh lumber a dollar or two cheaper somewhere else right and uh, that's just the way life is i find that throughout i've been the world. a, a i've been know, a long time customer either.
2: of Long time customer of Big Creek Lumber, and I've always paid whatever it was. Wonderful to, company. Yeah. Talk, local, talk local. And a lot, yeah, not, 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 not all, a lot of my friends work just for Big Creek. Not at all. A lot of my friends work for them, and I always understood that.
0: Bud, thanks very much for calling in. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's the end of the program. Uh, I'm going to, uh, because we promised we're going to try to get everybody in, Richard N. Watsonville, Patricia in Santa Cruz.